Hello there. Hi, Billy. Hey, how are you today? Well, not so bad, and you? I'm quite good myself, actually. Uh, besides the uh, technical difficulties we had trying to get this episode together, and even then it wasn't quite what we wanted. But besides that, well, we can get into that on, on another episode that we're uh, planning on doing later. Exactly. Yep. Um, well, I guess we should just do the regular introduction. This is uh, Ben and Billy's Spacewalk, featuring myself as Wilfred, and... Me as Benjamin. Yep, that's that, that's what's going on. So, um, I was I was mentioning or I was messaging you. I think it was just last night uh, an idea if we could have for like a for like a storytelling kind of thing. Or oh, okay, well, I know we already tell stories as the primary thing we do here, but like a different story that someone else made that would be a little bit more a little bit more different for the audience, so they might be differently entertained than how they normally are. Okay. Yes, I do remember you messaging me about this. Yes, so, um, I, I guess since we already mentioned it, I guess now it's the time to do that. Uh, <laughs> for people who aren't familiar, on the internet there's this, like, sub-genre of these scary stories called Creepypasta, and it's a really weird name, I don't know what it originally came from, but it's basically these people trying to make these scary stories that are, um, well, scary, except sometimes they don't always hit the mark and they become really funny instead. Uh, <laughs> some of them have actually gone on and gotten a lot of uh, notoriety. Like, there's a Slenderman movie made that I believe was actually started either based on the game Slenderman or based on the creepypasta, so it's not like it doesn't have any impact at all. It's just that it doesn't have a lot for most people who are on the internet and I thought that it would be an interesting idea to tell one of those stories and just see what you think of it and see what our viewers think of it just because it's uh well I think it's funny at least mm -hmm. so uh basically how we're going to do this and then after this uh story we can get on to various other things if you want I'm just going to be mainly telling the story here and if you have any questions just uh just let me know. You can you can you can just interrupt me if you have any anything because I'm going to be speaking for quite a while here. Um, for some context, uh, there this game it's a creepy pasta partially about a game called Sonic R. It was a racing game released way back on the Sega Saturn, I think it was, and on computers. And there's a character called the Tails doll, which is just basically a doll based off of the character Tails from the Sonic the Hedgehog series. And it's allegedly haunted and is trying to kill the main character of the story. Now, depending on if you're scared by things, that may sound scary, but once you start reading it, it's really not. <laughs> so... I'm just going to be reading that. I don't I don't remember the original author's name. I don't even think it shows it on here from what I'm looking at. I got this idea from a YouTube channel called uh, Michael Leroy, who makes these like bad creepypasta videos, like way more uh, than we would ever do here. And I figured this was a relatively short one. Some of them went on for like an hour or two or even more than that. So I figured we should start with a shorter one. So, are you ready for the story? Yes. Okay, very good. 
So I'm gonna try to do uh, I'm gonna try to do like a relatively scary or well, okay, not scary. I'm gonna do a very foreboding voice. I don't know what that word means, by the way. One <laughs> late afternoon, I invited some of my friends to play Sonic R. As we turned on the Sega Saturn, we were excited for our racing tournament. As we were at the character select screen, I chose the tail stall for humor. Most of my friends were laughing as they chose Metal Sonic, Metal Knuckles, Mecha Eggman, and Super Sonic. Later, I won all the races because I was am expert at this game. We realized time flew by, so my friends left. By the way, um, just so viewers should know, uh, Super Sonic is the fastest character in the whole game, by far. If you lose to the Tails doll, you really don't know how to play any video games. You just have to press one button and not run into too many walls. So these players are really bad. Anyway, I still felt like playing video games, so I inserted my Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing disc into my PlayStation 3. Me and my friends, well, grammatically incorrect as it is, played a few races online and a message popped up to my screen coming from a user called Tablestall. I opened it and it said, oh, thank you. For what? I sent him a message back to this user. Tailstall then sent another message saying, you won first place with the Tailstall. I was watching you. I got freaked out for a second, thinking something was watching over us as we were playing Sonic R. Another message from Tailstall saying, Can you feel the sunshine? And sent me a friend request, but I didn't accept it because I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> Do you think my uh, my Tailstall voice is very scary so far? Yeah, it is. It's, it's creeping me out, Billy. Okay, good. I don't mean my narration voice. I mean the one specifically for his dialogue. Yes, yes. Okay, good. I sent all my friends a message saying, Did you see anybody watching us? Because I got this sent a message from the user called Tailstall saying he watched me win first place with the Tailstall. My friends sent back messages saying they don't know. And with a, a 0.0, .0 or a, it's supposed to make a face, I don't know. I searched Tailstall's profile, <laughs> but it said the profile doesn't exist. I immediately turned off the PlayStation 3 and used my laptop to go to the PSN forums. I made a thread about my message encounter with the Tailstall. Users were replying they also reported getting messages after playing Sonic R with Tailstall. Administrator deleted the thread, calling it nonsense. It was 10pm, so I went to the bedroom, turned off the lights, and slept. When I woke up the next morning, I found a little paper saying, Dear Richard, I am going to kill your friends to show them that they are fools. Sincerely, the doll. In all capital letters, <laughs> by the way. There was a little blood stain where the doll read. I freaked out and threw it in the trash and had a 1,000 mile stare until I got to school. I don't know why uh, he just throws a uh, something in the trash that is pretty much something saying, I'm going to kill you. I feel like you might want to turn that into the police because that's like a, yeah. like a written threat. So he's already not the smartest guy in the, in the classroom because I ran inside the classroom and screamed to my friends that they will be killed. The teacher thought I was the class clown and I punished me with lunch detention for today. 
I don't think kids usually punish themselves with lunch detention. I feel like if someone came into a classroom and told everyone that they were all going to be killed, that might elicit more of a reaction than detention. Yeah, but, definitely. <laughs> but what do I know? At lunch detention, one of my peers said that they heard of the Tails doll after I told them my encounter with it. What made me get chills in my spine is that he told me I'm the Tails doll's vessel, meaning that I plead the Tails doll by playing as him in Sonic R. The moment after that, he said that... Er, okay, that was my fault. I just mispronounced everything there, or misworded. The moment after he said that, the fire alarm rang, and we evacuated the school. Smoke was coming from the third floor, and it was a real fire. It was coming from my classroom. I'm not sure how he didn't notice the fire that was in his classroom initially. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I guess it was at lunch detention, but still, you have to be in the same room. Uh, okay, anyway, I came home early due to the fire. I told my parents about the fire, but not the Tails doll. My father told me that my uncle and my cousins are coming. Luckily, my uncle was a retired veteran, so I might have some protection from the Tails doll for now. A few hours later, I told my cousins the entire story, and they didn't believe me. Shocking, I know. Saying that it was a good, scary story, and it's not even really that. But this is reality. No, it isn't. Suddenly, my cell phone was ringing, and it was my friend saying he was having a party. I got permission from my friends, and I headed off to my friend's house. As I got there, we had a great time fooling around, eating, and watching fights of drunk men. After a while, a doorbell rang. Hmm. The music was so loud we couldn't hear it, so the doorbell rang continuously until I noticed the sounds and opened it. It was my older brother, and he joined the party. Not sure how he was able to actually hear the doorbell if he said that he couldn't hear it because the music was so loud, but, you know, plot holes. <laughs> anyway, I had a sleepover at my friend's <laughs> but house. I liked the part. But I liked the part that his brother just randomly showed up, kept ringing the doorbell, and then joined to the party. Like, he just randomly inserted himself in the story. Yeah, I don't I don't think that he was invited, and even then he could just open the door himself if he was, yeah. if he was supposedly invited. There are a lot of things wrong with this story, and uh, a lot of them are going to keep coming up later. I had a sleepover at my friend's house since it was too late to go home. I woke up at 5 a.m. It's pretty exact how it's been like I left at 10 p.m. to stop playing my game, and I woke up at 5 a.m. exactly. Usually it's like 5.47 a.m. or something like that. Anyway, I'm being too exact. <laughs> and found a doll that looks like the Tails doll from Sonic R. Since I find no interest in dolls, I gave it to my sister when I got home. Now, if he thought that there was like a demonic like doll that was... Uh, presumably going to kill him. I'm not sure why he didn't get rid of that instead of the note that may implicate someone for <laughs> attempted murder and then give it to his sister. Like, I don't think he likes his sister or something like that. I don't think he thought something. that plan through. Anyway, no. my guard was down thinking that the doll's conspiracy was finally over. Why would he think now would be the point where it gets over when a doll shows up? Like, that would be the point where it would start to <laughs> elevate, not where it's supposed to go down? I don't Anyway, I read my dad's newspaper and I jumped out of my chair when I saw the headlines. It read, Fire started in Eisenhower Middle School by Unknown Entity 3 injured. 
not sure how this was really a surprise considering that he was aware of the fire like like he was there when it happened <laughs> in his classroom so not sure why he's so surprised here but evidently he is this unknown entity sounded like the tales doll somehow and i became paranoid once again i decided to be a temporary paper boy to end my boredom after breakfast <laughs> Admittedly, that's an odd coping mechanism. <laughs> just to end my boredom, I decided to become a paper boy. I mean, I've, I've been bored before too, but, but not like was, that. Bored, maybe? He was I don't know. Paranoid and, Is paranoid and bored. And <laughs> I don't know how we're jumping to that. Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe this is a common occurrence in other parts of the country. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> An hour later, all the papers were delivered, and the days after were quite casual with no Wait, school. he started? Wait, he decided that he was going to become a paper boy, and then got the job and delivered all of them within an hour. Yeah, he's a really good middle schooler. Breakfast. Oh my gosh, he's, can, yeah, apparently. Can middle schoolers even, like, be paper boys? I never, I never heard of that happening. I don't know, I assume they can, because... At least back in the day, you know, to ride around on their bikes. And... Yeah, but this isn't really oh, back yeah. in the day. This is like the PlayStation 3 was out. So this was like maybe after 2007 or 8 or something. So it's it wouldn't be yeah, that. Yeah, might be illegal, but <laughs> who knows. Yeah, we we have more issues than just the Tails doll. We also have uh, children labor <laughs> laws being possibly broken. <laughs> anyway... As I checked the mailbox for letters from my classmates, apparently people still uh, give letters out these days when the PlayStation 3, like there's a lot of internet anyway, I stumbled upon a yellow envelope, which is quite un, un, unsual. It, it's not unusual, it's unsual. 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 <laughs> I ripped it open with curiosity, and it was from your secret killer. It read, My dear what? friend. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. They didn't give an address, but they just wrote "Your Secret Killer," which you, I feel like that might set up some alarms if someone is going to be delivering that. I don't know. It says, "My dear friend, I know where you live. I will not kill your friends, but burn their houses instead for even more suffering. Will you play with me?" Which I mean, I feel like there there's a problem there that I was going to be mentioning, but. Uh, do you have any problems with this? I mean, it just feels like... Why would he mail that? I mean, it's already clear that he knows where he lives if he gives them a doll and a previous envelope. It's really an unneeded yes, sentence, I guess. As we've established, this, this young man is not the brightest bulb. <laughs> and he has... I, I don't think he's necessarily a normal child. I don't think anyone in the story is normal. <laughs> oh, and by the way, all the other family members, including the veteran who might be able to help protect him, are completely out of the story now. I guess so that those plot yeah, points they were didn't just matter at all. Randomly brought in and then randomly disappeared. Yep, all signs of good story. Anyway, yes. I ran to the nearest trash can and threw it away, and I attempted to clear my mind. <laughs> again? So, yes. He throws away the letter again? Yes, I'm not... He doesn't... The literal evidence of him... Saying what he's going to do, threatening to burn down houses, and he throws it away. But he doesn't throw away the doll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the thing that might kill his sister, he keeps around, but the incriminating <laughs> evidence against a possible murderer, no, that's not important to have around. Oh, 
So. so after that, late that night, several fire trucks came to several houses, and I realized that <laughs> I realized that letter was actually telling the truth for once. Would have been good to keep it around. School reopened the next day, and what happened last night made to Fox News that morning. As I entered the classroom when I came to school, everybody was paranoid, just like me. Okay, okay, I'm I'm a little confused here. Wait, why is everybody else paranoid? Okay, well, I th that's a good question. I don't know, but if they're paranoid, why would they go to the same school that was the first fire that was started if they're so worried about fires? Well, because you can't really not go to school. You know that. Yeah, but if, if there's like presumably, if they think that there are genuinely paranoid, like paranormal, uh, like activity activities going on that is setting fire to houses or fires to houses i don't i feel like they might not go to school okay granted the, the houses are also apparently being set on fire so maybe there's no good way of going with this but you, you get the point at least right it's not intelligently uh, thought through i guess i guess so uh and when school was over as i walked home i found a paper saying i will see you richard on the sidewalk then i believed this tales doll was actually real so he's gotten three letters now <laughs> and he just now believes that he's real not after the not after the first letter not after the doll showing up not after the second letter and all the fires this point is where he starts believing it uh, when he finds and you know not after the, the letters were like in the dolls were like to his house you know like like it was after he found a random note on the sidewalk. Like, how did the doll know where he was going to be? I don't you know? know. It didn't. So it's like, there could have been hundreds of those notes around the city, you know? It'd be funny if he's just like, if this is all a huge coincidence and he's just happened to pick it up. <laughs> I don't know. I ran as fast as I can, not could, but can. When I stopped, I saw fresh blood dripping down a storm drain. I suddenly became sick and disgusted by this horrific sight. I ran even faster and was inside my home. What? I... He didn't. He didn't. He didn't call the police or anything. No, he just, no, like, he didn't. Saw it and then ran even faster to his home. No, there have been like. I don't know, three, four incriminating acts. Now this one is like directly like signs of a murder that has currently been taking place and he just doesn't think that's important enough. Something was poking on... Okay, I locked the door tight. <laughs> Something was poking on me and so I turned around. Nothing was there. I ran upstairs to my room. The door locked for no reason. Nothing was inside. Not really building up the suspense here, saying that there's nothing there. The lights went out for no reason. I heard loud footsteps coming from the stairs. A red light appeared. The lights turned on. It was the Tails doll. It told me in a demonic voice, I will show you the error of your ways. It took out a knife, but turned around and floated outside. I closed my eyes in horror as it was killing innocent people. It came back saying, Are you happy knowing you can feel the sunshine? It got a huge machete and was ready to kill me as well. I, I thought he said he wasn't going to kill his friends in the in the second letter. I, I don't know. He was just going to burn their houses down. No, these are just random innocent them. people. Yep. 
I locked the door and dropped down from the window. With luck, I landed on the ground. Not sure where else he was supposed to go. <laughs> With luck. With luck, I landed on the ground. Yeah. Oh my god. Do people yes, typically because gravity, gravity is completely out of the picture here. It's purely because of luck. Yeah, I, uh, I'm convinced that this middle schooler was uh, held back a few years. He's like actually like 26 <laughs> or something. That's how he got the paper job. Yeah. The Tails doll was furiously, furiously slashing at the door. A piece of the door flew out of the window, and the doll's dark eyes were glaring at me. It threw the knife, and it almost hit me. It found a chainsaw and told me it was doing a sacrifice. For some reason, sacrifice is in quotations, but not the rest of it. I jumped through numerous fences, but it was too fast. It has a slight cut from the chainsaw. Wait, wait, what? It, it has a slight cut from the chainsaw, but it's the one who is wielding the chainsaw. I don't know. Tripping with blood, I ran through an alley and floated str- I ran through an alley and floated straight toward trying to slice me in two. Okay, I'm not sure how that sentence was supposed to be structured. <laughs> it's like changing perspectives multiple times throughout the sentence. <laughs> it's like a, like a third grader wrote this. <laughs> I think I think a third grader did write this. They're like, hey, I, I just finished Sonic R and had this great idea for a scary story. Maybe it wasn't actually a middle schooler. This is his life events. Yeah, this is a real story, and <laughs> just no one believes it. <laughs> Before it was going to kill me, I found a wooden cross and shoved it in front of him. He burned like it was a bomb and exploded. Oh, okay. Okay, here's the thing. If it if the wooden cross was a bomb, why would he be burning up? Wouldn't the bomb, like the fuse be burning, not him? Like like a bomb isn't the part that anyway. I limped my way <laughs> back home with the chainsaw and told my siblings an unbelievable story. Well, yeah, it's unbelievable because uh dumb <laughs> and, and that's the end of the story there's nothing after that that was it yeah yeah he just blows up because apparently something that looks like a wooden cross was its weakness all along he didn't really build up to anything yeah you're right yep so uh what, what would you give this uh story uh like out of ten Give it a three and a half. I give it a solid seven and a half. I mean, not because of overall quality, but it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. But I think it's because we made it funny, Billy. Yeah, it, it wasn't... I mean, okay, to be fair, I... Okay, do you think that this was done, like, intentionally or not? Mm, it's hard to say. I feel like it really depends on the age of the person who wrote it because if it's someone who's older, then I definitely think it was intentional. But, you know, if it's someone that actually was like a middle schooler or like sixth grade or something, I could see a lot of these flaws in the story writing and like maybe they poured their heart and soul into this, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, regardless, we still had some fun with it. I, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if the um. I, I don't know if the author of this story will ever listen to this podcast. I'm guessing not. But you know, if you ever do, um, make a sequel. I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens if he doesn't reach the ground. Like, like what would happen? <laughs> All right. Um. Well, I'm hoping the viewers here at least enjoyed that story. It was a little bit different than how we normally do things, but I feel like it would still be um, still be entertaining regardless. Do you want to keep going for a little while with the whole podcast, or um, maybe tell any real life stories, or not this episode? Well, Billy, uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and, and give a. Do you have a send it story that you can think of? Not, not exactly. Um, oh, okay. Technically, I do, but it would be a really long. Okay, not really long one, but it would be a little bit too long for this. If you want to end it in a few minutes or so. Okay. Well, let's let's go ahead and share that, and then by the end of that, let's let's call it an episode. Okay. So, um, th- this is related to to the whole storytelling kind of thing. Uh, okay, well, not exactly, but I'll get into that in a second. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Retsupre. Have you ever heard of them? Okay, well, uh, they have... They usually just used to take these videos that they watch on YouTube and they would commentate over them uh, and, like, point out things that are really funny with what the person is saying, usually during a uh, video where someone is playing a game and then they upload that with their own audio. They would talk over that. That's pretty much how they would do it. But they also did some interesting. Uh, they did some interesting things involving telling stories like these ones. Not that exact one, but there were some of them later on that were pretty funny. So uh, this ties into something else. Uh, way back, I think before you even met me, way back in like after seventh grade had started, uh, I had started my own YouTube channel that was uh, mainly just me playing video games and talking over them very similarly to that. Uh, I already, I have deleted the channel and such, so don't don't try to look it up or anything Dang like it. that. All of it is gone Dang now, it. so there's no, <laughs> there's no trace of it really that I'm aware of at least. Uh, the thing was, I had watched this Retsu Prey channel. I discovered them maybe six or so five or six years ago or something I think and I noticed after a little while uh, they had done all these videos and I had seen I was looking at one that I hadn't seen before and lo and behold uh, one of the videos I hadn't seen before was them talking over one of my old let's play videos no way. of uh yeah, of me making a like a, this webcam recording of uh, Mega Man Two on the i uh, on the iPad, and this was so many years ago, and I didn't realize that uh, they that someone, okay, two people who I used to watch videos on had actually watched my video and made a video about that, like not exactly making fun of. Uh, but just having a good laugh at just how bad the overall quality was. And it was really interesting hearing that after I deleted all the videos that there was still some 
some trace of that being on there. And the video got like over 50,000 views, which isn't a whole lot compared to a lot of other videos I've seen. But uh, it was this weird moment of realizing that uh, something that I made so many years ago was actually being viewed by a lot of people and I didn't realize for years. <laughs> and uh, I don't think the video is still up now. They did delete some of their videos after uh, like a few years ago and I don't think that one is still up regardless. Uh, if if it ever is back up, I will make a link to it at some point because I feel like it would be funny to watch. But uh I don't know, just the idea of having that up is really unique, I guess. And it was pretty funny. I mean, I thought I would be a little bit more upset about it, but I was actually laughing a lot through <laughs> it. And I guess, I don't know, if is there a moral to this story? I feel like there kind of is somewhere. Um, oh, okay, okay. I, I got a moral I just pulled out of my head right now. Even if you don't think that what you're doing is having any effect on anything... It may actually have an effect years later that results in a lot of comedy, whether you know it or not. So don't give up on anything, I guess. Is that the... Yeah, that's that, <laughs> that is a great moral, Billy. Oh, and also, if someone is giving you notes saying they're going to kill you and your friends, uh, turn those into the police. That's another Yeah, good definitely. If, if anyone's giving you any sort of threats, please report it to the police, especially if it's a written messaged like any sort of anything if it's like a, a text message if it's a snapchat if it's anything take a screenshot save that snapchat show it to your parents show it to the police you know because threats are not okay even if they claim oh, it was just a joke it doesn't matter it's not uh you know life and death is not a laughing matter Right, and I'm, got, I'm glad we got a good moral out of an otherwise not very good story. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you know, it was very entertaining. I might change, I think I might actually change my rating to a, a five. You know, this is our first, <laughs> oh, good. this is our first creepypasta rating, so, you know, I'm not exactly sure how it would compare to other, you know, creepypastas, but I definitely, I definitely uh, think... Compared to other ones I've, oh, compared to other ones I've seen, uh, this, this is actually a pretty good one. There, there's another one I want to tell on a later episode, but that would take like over an hour at least. <laughs> All right, well let's let's save that for another time, Billy. Definitely. Well, I'm yeah, I'm hoping everyone was uh, enjoying me uh, talk for like a like a half an hour straight almost. I realize you didn't have a lot of input at points, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It was, maybe you can read one next a good time. Episode. And yeah, maybe. Well, I think I think it's about time to call it to call it a walk. All right, sounds good. Uh, see you all on the flippy flip. <laughs> this is Ben signing off. <laughs>